What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahetch and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Go subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow at, on Twitter at Locked On Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. Ben and I will be going over the Wizards' disheartening loss against the Bucks. Got swept. Um, another trade report coming in from the Athletic and a preview of tonight's matchup against the Sacramento Kings. But first, we wanted to let you know about CBDMD. Getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done, but don't worry because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to help you unwind and sleep harder than all-star voters slept on our boy, our guy, Russell Westbrook. Sleep PM bath salts fuse superior CBD and melatonin with a mixture of Epspin, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salt to turn any bathtub into a luxury spa experience. Ben has tried it, and he loves it. All the re relaxation you need. So to make it even easier to relax, <clears throat> regroup, and recharge, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code at MBA. Uh, when you use the promo code MBA at checkout, once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code MBA, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. Ben, wow, that was a lot. Let's get right into it, man. Episode 50, 5-0 for the year, man. I, I, I've had a lot of fun. I hope you have. Um, and I, I can't wait to, to get, you know, to talk more about another Wizards loss. Uh, you know, got swept by the Bucks Monday night, Ben. Uh, they, had a, they had an opportunity to come back. They were down. By 26, I'm pretty sure, at one point. Um, but ultimately, they could not come back. They lost 133 to 122. Um, the Wizards have now allowed 119 or more points in their last six game, Six games, and, and Ben, they've lost five out of those six. So, yes. Let's get right into this, man. I hope you're doing well. Uh, happy 50th episode. I hope all our listeners are, are enjoying the season so far. But, yeah, man. Uh, let's get your take on this game. Let's get your take on Rui, Brad, Brad's first game back after his rest, and uh, really just your biggest takeaways from this latest loss. Ten games under, under 500. How you, how we doing, bud? Wow, that was a lot to take in. Episode 50. Yeah, this one feels like the some of the first few episodes that we record because this team couldn't be weirder right they give us the ups they give us the downs and we're back in the downs like you said they've really been struggling it's a, it's kind of ironic that this is episode 50 and given how up and down the season was because monday's loss was kind of a microcosm of their whole season you mentioned it down 20 plus at one point they came back they were only down by six in the fourth quarter and then of course they blow it i mean it's just so hard to win games when you're down by 20 almost every single game. And then it's just so hard to win games when you're down by 20 points and then you're scratching and clawing your way back to single digits. At that point in the game, your energy is basically depleted. Bradley Beal, who had another 30-plus point game, was completely depleted. Rui Hachimura, you mentioned another 20-plus point game uh, against Giannis. He guarded him really well at the beginning of the game, I thought. And Scott Brooks did something weird again. He put Russell Westbrook on Giannis. Strategically, that made zero sense. Giannis started to go off. He attacked the basket. The Wizards had no answer. Robin Lopez struggled to contain him inside. It's not Robin's fault. Rui did a great job on Giannis. 
he, in my opinion, should have been in the game every single time Giannis was in the game to counteract Giannis with his length. So bright spot, Rui, his defense, the fact that he was getting shots up, even though Russ and Brad were dominating the ball once again. Not all was lost in this game. The Bucks are not as good as they were last year. The Wizards had a chance to win, but again, good game for Rui. And if that's all you can take away from these games for the rest of the year, the fact that Rui and Denny and Co are developing, then that's, I think, a good takeaway. And, and uh, kudos to Rui here because he really stepped up to the plate against one of the best players in the league. He really did, Ben, and he's carrying this his success on the, on the floor from his last game when Bradley Beal was out when he really stepped up and uh, had his best game of the season against Milwaukee. And now, you know, he really was able to do that again. But, Ben, I really want to get more into what you talked about defensively. That was so weird, having Ru- seeing Russell Westbrook, you know, take on the assignment, what, middle of the game, third quarter, uh, of Giannis. Guarding Giannis is no no easy feat. Putting your point guard on him, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Rui Hachimura is the best defender on this team. And you're right, Ben. He took the challenge. He did. He looked great when he guarded uh, Giannis uh, during the times that he did. 22 points, seven rebounds, five assists. And um, <clears throat> he played a lot better than, than his stats even show. He played great defensively. Uh, he shot the ball particularly, particularly well uh, for the night. Nine for 18 from the floor overall, four for nine from outside. So, Ben, this, this was a great showing from Rui. Uh, on both ends, he has been really inconsistent this year. But the past couple of games, uh, he's shown Wizards fans that there's a lot to be excited about in the future, especially with these guys coming up. It's like I mean, and Denny also had a great game. So Ben, I want to get your take on the uh, they're just their def- defensive issues. They they switched to zone as well. I don't know if you call it that. Uh, what do we think about? Really, just their their issues all game. Um, did it? Just, it just seemed like they they really never could get anything going. Uh, when they needed the big stops at the end, uh, they they couldn't get them. So Ben, we asked the question all year long. Everyone's sick of it. Is there any way to change this? They got in their own way again. They had a good thing going with Rui. You mentioned it. There's aren't there aren't many players in the league that can competently defend Giannis, and Rui did it for two games in a row. Giannis was not getting easy shots around him. He was forced to take turnaround jump shots in the paint, which he was missing. Those are the shots that you want Giannis to take. He wasn't dunking the ball inside. His shots weren't coming within five feet of the basket. Rui did a really good job banging with him down low. And it's a crazy development. Like you said, Rui is the best defender on this team. And it shows that his upside is a lot bigger than we anticipated. Because if he continues to go through this trajectory, continues to improve defensively, keeps hitting shots from deep. I mean, the Wizards got a player on their hands. And again, um, I'm not confident the Wizards are going to figure this out at, at this point in the season. We have no reason to, to, I guess, assume that they will. They got in their own way. Uh, Rui was guarding Giannis well. Putting Russell Westbrook on him, like you said, makes absolutely zero sense. And, right. uh, and, the, and the Bucks were able to run away with it at the end there because of that. I'm not sure what Scott Brooks was thinking. Um, maybe it was a stroke of Russell Westbrook's ego. Maybe Russ and Bradley Beal. I mean, this isn't the first time that we've seen this, right? Bradley Beal, who's four or five inches shorter than Jason Tatum, got the assignment to guard Jason Tatum. And one of the first games, Tatum was just getting any shot he wanted over Beal because, again, he's four or five inches. Uh, the assignment didn't make any sense, and neither did this one. It's it's almost as if these best players want the assignment, but sometimes it's best for the team that your best defenders get the assignment. And in this case, Rui should have been that one, and, and he wasn't. And ultimately, I think that's what that's what 
ruin Washington's chances of getting that victory. And it's not the first time that's happened this season. I hear you, Ben. And you're right. It just was very odd to see Russ get switched. It was very odd to see Rui get taken off that assignment. But it happened. Um, the Wizards are now 14-24, and 7-13 uh, and 13 at home, Ben. It just hasn't been uh, the momentum we thought they were going to bring after the, the all-star break, it just has not seemed to come at all. And their chances of really making a playoff push, like we, like we, they, they really, they gave us hope for it's not taking an, any type of form. So Ben really, I don't know what they need to do. The trade deadline is coming up and we got a lot to talk about, right? Coming up in the show about that. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they can get something going. Maybe that, that seems like the only thing that they can get going to change the trajectory of this season. And that's basically their only option. Like Anthony said, we got another report on Tuesday about a potential trade uh, and some players that have apparently been on the trading block for the Wizards. But before we get into that report, we want to let you know about this exciting new platform called Locker Room. Locker Room is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors and games talk with other sports fans insiders athletes and executives in real time join in on conversations with me and anthony and have the chance to be featured on the lockdown wizards podcast soon we'll be hosting rooms every week so come through and talk with us live all you need to do is download the locker room app free in the ios app store create a profile link your twitter and join the Lockdown Wizards group. Follow us on Lockdown Wizards on Twitter to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live on Locker Room soon. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of the licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they're prepared to ship direct so it's cheaper than pharmacy. So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our Lockdown Wizards listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your first free month. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. We're covering everything you need to know about the Wizards, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Lockdown Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Lockdown Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, on Tuesday, we basically got confirmation of Quentin Mayo's previous report that Troy Brown Jr. was on a trade block, but this time Fred Katz of the Athletic added a couple more players, a handful of the young Wizards players on the roster, Isak Bonga, Mo Wagner, Jerome Robinson. None of these players have been in the rotation recently. Mo Wagner, who went from starting, uh, was benched again against the Bucs. So he's out of the rotation for some reason that I can't really comprehend at this moment. But, Anthony, what do you make of this report? And other players I mentioned, Bonga, Wagner, Robinson, Troy Brown. 
Is there anyone here that you wish the Wizards would keep around? Does this report surprise you? Like, what do you make of this? Ben, this does, definitely does not surprise me. As we've talked about, as we watched all season, these players have little to no role uh, on this team. Uh, Isak Banga, he started out the season. He had a role, lost it. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. never really had a role this season. Had a major role last season, a- averaging over 25 minutes a game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Mo, Mo Wagner, like you said, Ben, up and down, right? And lost his, and, and really has been out of the rotation for for God knows what reason. And and then we get to Jerome Robinson. So this kid, I mean, he might as well have been on the moon for the past couple of months. Well, I mean, I, I haven't seen him, but I don't know about you. I forgot I, he was on the team. I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot he was the, on the team. The, the poor the kid is glued to the bench. I mean, he's not seen any sort of time. So, yeah, Ben, this doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, these guys, uh, they should be looking for some trade options to try and change the season around, to try and make some sort of playoff push. These are the guys that – but these are the guys that they would trade. And I and I know that a playoff push is hard to – Who's to trading for them? Right now. But right now – but you don't know who wants these guys, Ben. I mean, Troy <laughs> Brown Jr., we always we always say that he is he's very capable. He could he could help any team. Well, who wouldn't want to Troy Brown Jr.? According to Fred Katz's report with a quoted league executive, um, he's worth a second round pick, apparently. Okay, that, and, that, and that's fine. And that and that may be, you know, that exec's, you know, opinion. And that's totally fine. People are wrong all the time. I may be wrong too. I love Troy Brown. I, I love his game. I think he can help out any team. He's 21 years old. Why wouldn't he be able to help any team? Why wouldn't he be a good asset to have, especially when you want to de- develop young talent? I mean, you you give him to a guy. I mean, if, if a team like the Heat goes at, goes after him, if a team like the Spurs go after him, I mean, w- w- with good coaches, with good good player development people around him, yeah, I think he's in a flourish. I think he'll do well. Ben, along with Mo Wagner, I mean, how can't a guy like him help the Wizards out? I mean, help any team out. The energy that he brings, uh, he's – He's great, man. And Isak Banga, of course we talk. Of course he is He's very very notable, too. I mean, obviously he'd be traded more so for any team for his defensive purposes, right? I mean, he's a great perimeter defender. Um, and if he and if at some point in his career he's able to catch fire from outside, which we, we do know he's able to shoot, if he's able to get on some sort of streak and and, uh, and be able to shoot really well, um, he'd be a great asset for any team. Ben, these are all – these are players and, – and Jerome Robinson – I know we don't see much of him, but that kid can flat out play. I don't care what anyone has to say. He, he's a great, great young option. I love his layup package. I love everything that he does really on the, on the defensive end too. He always, always plays so, so hard. And um, he does what he's told, Ben. So I don't know uh, what these guys did wrong in Scott Brooks' eyes, uh, in Tommy Shepard's eyes, but obviously um, – most of them, I don't know about Mo Wagner, but most of them, they're not really wanted just because of their minutes distribution. Mo Wagner, I mean, one day, it's just, it, none of it makes sense, Ben. So if they're able to get, uh, a play, you know, an array of, of, other, of other players or picks for these guys, sure. Um, will that, you know, if they just get picks, that's not going to help them this year. Uh, that, that will pretty much mean that they're, you know, probably giving up at, a, at somewhat of a playoff opportunity because, if they don't come back with any sort of assets, uh, I don't. I don't know really where, where this will go. Uh, besides how it has been going, right? Just how how much they have struggled. So Ben, I would love them to keep Mo Wagner and and Troy Brown Jr. because I think those two can play really well. But they're just not given the time, not given the minutes, and they're just 
their opportunity is just – I'm done talking about the showcase. There's no showcase. He didn't even play against the second game against the Bucks, so there's no showcase. Uh, if if anything was a showcase, it was last year. He proved, uh, especially in the bubble, Ben, as, as you uh, um, pointed out in earlier shows, how well he shot. So these guys are – these guys uh, – they are capable of helping teams, and uh, it's just the Wizards' job to find out where they fit best uh, to, to get you know, players or picks f- for them to try and drive this team in the right direction. Ben, right now, it's not looking good. I agree with you that Troy Brown, if he was developed properly, and some of these other players, if they're given playing time, might have some trade value. But if, if you're another team, why would you give up a valuable asset or someone that you know can play for Isak Bunga, who hasn't played really this entire year, or Jerome Robinson, who hasn't played this entire year, these players, positions. right? But these players don't have any trade value. Like, uh, I, I think if you're an opposing GM, you'd you'd call you'd call Tommy Shepard and say, "Why would I give you this guy who I've used in my rotation for Isak Bunga, who hasn't right. played for your team right. that's ten games below five hundred? Like, you have right. no confidence in him. Why should I?" Right. And I think that's just a product of negotiation. Of course, Troy Brown Jr., these guys are going to have NBA jobs. There's no question about it. Jerome Robinson, I'm less confident about than the rest of them. But Troy Brown, Isak Bunga, Mo Wagner, these guys are going to have NBA jobs. And if they were developed properly, like you said, if they were put in the right system, if they were in San Antonio or Miami, I'm no question that Troy Brown Jr. would be getting good minutes and he'd be contributing. But the Wizards have sunk in these players' value. And now it's almost it's almost ironic. Like you haven't played them all year and now you're looking to trade them for what? It's hilarious. And the only team's assets on the, the only assets this team has Bradley Beal, who they're unwilling to trade, Rui and Denny Avdia, who they've given no indication of wanting to trade, and Bertans, who nobody wants. So now There's you have rumors, rumors surrounding Russ, too, though, to the Clippers. Yeah, I don't know how legitimate those rumors are. Um, <laughs> we don't know. I, I, and and, they, and, and, and the everything is, always flies right around the tra- the trade deadline, right? I mean, right. Never and and I think what a, what an indictment that would be on 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 Tommy Shepard, right? I mean, you trade John Wall for Russell Westbrook, who you then flip for like Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, and that a slew would be of, like, that would guys? be atrocious, atrocious. Oh, right. So I, I, even if that report does end up being true, if the Clippers called on Russ, I just can't see the Wizards can't see the Wizards kind of waving the white flag there and saying like, hey, we messed up with this trade and here we go. Here's the full-blown rebuild. And certainly that doesn't help convince Bradley Beal to stick around long-term. No, I think, yeah, and and Russ, I mean, even, I know. uh, He's playing better. He's playing better. He has been playing better. I mean, but Ben, he almost had 20 assists the other night, you know, so. He's playing better. There's no question he's playing better. But that's the crazy thing. Like, he has been playing at an all-star level over the last 10 games or whatever the case may be. You know. The Wizards are losing constantly. Yeah, they are. These games haven't been closed. So, but like you said, Ben, like the depth is not there. Obviously, no, the like is... there's their salary cap. Like, like they're, they're I mean, their contracts in lie... the luxury tax. Can you believe and that? It, it, and it li- it's absurd, and it only lies with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Everyone else, I mean, maybe Robin Lopez. I mean, what he get seven or eight mil? Yeah. But, but still, I mean, Russ is getting what forty. I mean, and Brad's getting close to forty, something like that. So yeah. It's it. That's exactly what it, I mean. It's the payroll. That's what it is. There's no depth. There's. I mean, it, it's really bad. I, I can't. And um, I hate to. I don't want to pile on anymore. But the fact of the matter is, I cannot remember a team with this with less depth at the wing and at the center position, where you don't know who's going to start on any given night. Where a player who's starting one night is getting zero minutes the next. I haven't seen this to be honest with you. I've covered the Wizards for since 2011, 2012. Never seen this, and and I've covered some really bad teams. I've never and seen 
this, this lack is, of depth. You're right, man. This has got to be this has got to be the worst that they have ever been at the front court position. This is it has no to be question about it. And they've had some bad. They've had look. The, I remember a front court of Jerome McGee, Andre Blatch. That that front court would. would I mean, Tommy Shepard would do anything for that front court right now. And I'm not even kidding. Oh, 100 percent, he would. Or even I mean, even a couple years ago with Jabari Barker and Bobby Portis, those players, for what it's worth, those players still have some talent that you can count on. Here, it's like this season, it's just a bunch of guys who you're who who you're scratching. It's, ga- your it's head a guessing with. game. It's a guessing game. I mean, Ben. Besides Robin Lopez getting 20 plus minutes every night, we don't know if Mo Wagner, Alex Len are going to play. If Alex Len's going to get one or two or three minutes, while while Mo Wagner gets you know 28, it. We, we don't know. It's so different every night. So it's some of that speaks to Scott Brooks and, and, and another part that we just don't often talk about. And maybe it's because we're trying to, you know, assess the team in, a, in an objective light. This team's depth, like you said, and just the lack of talent on this roster is truly astounding. It's, it's, you'd be hard pressed to find a team in the NBA that has less overall talent than the Wizards. I'm not talking about Westbrook and Beal, but besides right. those two guys. It's really, really rough. I mean, after those, it falls right off. I mean, Rui Davis. I mean, it falls right off. You're right. The lack of veteran depth, the lack of the lack of reliable players on this roster, the lack of uh, consistent talent, consistent coaching is is breathtaking, to be honest with you. And that's why their record is what it is: fourteen and twenty-four, ten games below five hundred, and it's not gonna get any better anytime soon, unless they make a deal. And again, uh, we're back at it again because they don't they don't have much to trade. Ben, since this is such a optimistic segment here, um, I guess for Wizards fans out there, if for some, if if nothing changes, right? If it leads down this road, the Wizards don't make the playoffs. What do you think, Tommy Shepard? Given that he still has his job, given that Scott Brooks still has his job, what do you? Where do you think Tommy Shepard goes the minute they don't make the playoffs? The minute the season's over, what do the Wizards do? There's no way Scott Brooks returns. I'll, I'll add that. But if they don't make the playoffs, 100% he's not getting extended. No shot. I mean, you can't right, justify right. it in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. And even Tommy Shepard, I'd be worried about him. He was only on the two-year contract. This ownership group is paying so much money for this roster. They basically let Tommy do whatever he needed to do, including trading John Wall, and to, to potentially finish with a worse win percentage than they did the year prior without John or Westbrook is really bad and it's hard to justify bringing either of them back. I don't think Tommy will be gone. I think he'll be back, but, but as far as Scott Brooks is concerned, I don't think there's a shot that he comes back um, if they don't make the playoffs. So you think his, his biggest move will be, will be replacing Scott. I think so. And then I think they'll look to make a move in the off season for an Andre Drummond or some other sort of name that will, that will we have, will we have like a Russell Westbrook next year? Will we have a Bradley Beal next year? That's a good question. Cause that's a really good question that those guys are going to be here past the trade deadline. I can say that with like 95%. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't have. Yeah. I don't, but if you're Russell Westbrook, I think you talk to your agent and you ask, Hey man, like we just, this team is bad. And, and Bradley Beal is probably at some point itching to win. I mean, he said that before the season started. I want to finish my career in DC, but I also need to win. I need to. I need to be shown that this team is capable of winning. And if they miss the playoffs and they and they finish thirteenth or fourteenth in the Eastern Conference, if they're the second or third worst team in the Eastern Conference, the worst conference in sports, right? Then right. I think Bradley Beal has to start looking in the mirror and saying, like, man, I just got done averaging thirty-four a game, and we're losing every single game. Right. 
Right. But that's that's and it the, that's the, the clock is ticking. But you're right, but the clock is ticking. He's 27 this year, Ben. How 100%. many I mean, how many more years of his prime is Brad going to just wait around? Because yes, he he has given Wizards fans, the whole community, the the the, the franchise nothing to worry about. He's always said, I want to stay. He's always He's always had a great relationship with, with Tommy Shepard, everyone within the organization, right? So we don't have anything, we don't have any reason to think he's going to leave. But we do, we should be thinking there's a there's a, there's a clock, right? We should be thinking that. If if we have what th- three more of these seasons, we can't expect Bradley Beal Bradley Beal to still be here, right? Here's what I wish and hope and think. Bradley Beal learned from John Wall. Once upon a time, John Wall was playing with aging veterans, the Martel Webster's, Trevor Reza's, Omeka Okafor's, and the Nays of the world, taking them to the playoffs, marching Gortat and co. John never, never, rarely went to the front office and said, you guys need to do something. Like, we're not winning enough games, or I'm getting bounced in the second round. Look, Paul George is getting better teammates. All my peers are getting better teammates. Kevin Durant is going to a better team, and... I'm still here playing with aging veterans. I wish that he had put more urgency on the front office. And I wish, and I think, and I hope Bradley Beal will do that because he is 27. And I think he saw his brother, John, go through a similar thing where he was playing with bad teams, tolerated with hopes of it getting better. And at times it did seem like it was getting better, but obviously his career ended in Washington the way it did. Uh, This business is is very unforgiving, and I think Bradley Beal has learned a lot from John's experience, and I don't think he's going to be a one that sits on his hands and just expects things to change because the Wizards say it will, because he's been around since 2012, and you know he's eight eight or nine years into his career with the Wizards, and uh, really it's it hasn't gotten better. Over these last two years, the team has really been bad. Uh, it looks like they're lottery bound again, so maybe that'll put pressure on them to get better soon too, because Bradley Beal's future, of course, as you said. Um, is definitely up in the air if they miss the playoffs. But Anthony, paid for Cade, right? Hey, why not, right? Faith- Ooh, everyone, everyone wants Cade, right? Oh man, I, I'd love to see the playoffs, but yes, Ben, Ben loves. Oh, uh, listen, Anthony. Uh, before we get to the next segment, I'll say this, and I think most Lockdown <laughs> Wizards fans will agree with me here. Would you rather five extra games or Cade Cunningham? You know, I mean, people out there. And like, I say five because I'm being nice. It's probably going to be four, but four extra games or five extra games are Cade Cunningham. Well, you know what, Ben? To people out there like LeBron James, the late great Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, you know, they would say, I want the four extra. I, I want the chance to win. Winners hey. want to win, hey. right? Hey. Winners hey. want the postseason. Hey, we just but got yes, done talking right. about Isak Bonga. You, you are Don't right. LeBron ain't walking through that door. Okay. I, talking I about get, Mo Wagner, I, Robin Lopez here. Okay. No, I know. Okay. I know. I know what you're you saying. To I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. You're right. Obviously, you know, Cade Cunningham, probably the number one overall pick, would be <laughs> much. Yeah, more would be kind of nice. Then, then getting that beat you know, It would be much more useful than being swept in the playoffs. But a team being a team over 72 games, 82 games, however long the season is. They want the postseason no matter what. That's we'll what see. They, Do that's, they? That's what they play. With the, wizards, with the way the Wizards are playing, I'm not. Oh too, come on! I don't agree. put that. I mean, like the, the players want it. Come on, come on. What yeah. you like? Are you, I'm not talking the, about the players. The I'm talking so, about the Wizards. The organization might stumble their way into okay. Cape Cunningham without even trying. That's all I'll say. They might have put together <laughs> such a bad team trying to win that they might. Oh God! Which is something to behold. 
They 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 might they might remix tanking. They might trade they might trade for a, a superstar in Russell Westbrook, gain a superstar in Bradley Beal, and still somehow stumble into a top three pick. And if that ain't something, if that ain't so Wizards, that is nothing. that is unbelievable. Oh my god! But before we get into tonight's game against the Kings, so much optimism in this episode. I'm gonna let you know about Built Bar. Here comes the optimism. The best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Anthony loves them. He loves that it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. It's the amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness, ladies and gentlemen. Today's matchup is the peanut butter brownie versus the coconut almond. Although the coconut almond combines two of Anthony's favorite flavors while providing that healthy element. Peanut butter brownie, two of my favorite indulgent flavors. For that reason, I'm leaning towards the peanut butter brownie, but the great part is they're both healthy and tasty go to billbar.com or bill underscore bar on twitter remember to use the promo code lockdown 20 to get 20 percent off your next order that is lockdown 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at billbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get all your sports action football might be over but nba college basketball and nhl are in full swing bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best place to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use a rumble device to sign up today and receive 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit it's bet online your online sportsbook experts use the promo code lockdown Small market meets big market. Wednesdays on Lockdown NBA Podcast. Join Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans Podcast, and John Corrales of Lockdown Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Follow the Lockdown NBA Podcast today, wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, we got the Kings tonight. After a pretty tough schedule here, the Wizards schedule is starting to loosen up. It starts today against the Kings, and then the Jazz and Nets, and then a couple games against the Knicks and then pistons but we'll focus on the kings tonight what do you make about this uh, what do you make about this matchup with the kings uh, a couple of things i wanted to note tyrese halberton i was huge on before the draft um obviously it's too early to judge but then he played 31 minutes against the bucks he had 11 points he showed some of his athleticism with a reverse dunk uh, so that's a matchup to watch obviously we got the battle of the backwards with fox healed russ and beal That'll probably determine the matchup. And also Rashawn Holmes, who's been connected to the Wizards. So a lot going on here for a Kings-Wizards game. Come on, guys. Look at this. It's March. We're talking Kings-Wizards. If you're not a Hoops fan and you're watching this, what are you doing? Right, right. Ben, (laughs) the Sacramento Kings, they're 15-24, and kind of sitting in the same boat that the Wizards are. Obviously not in contention in their conference. The Wizards Wizards are. Um. They, they they might be, but oh they don't. Boy. But but they don't have the chance to make the playoffs like the Wizards do, just because of you know how. It, I mean, oof, the East looking pretty bad still. Yes, but that's just what the East is. Obviously, the West uh, has produced this. I mean, how long? How many years has this been going on for? Right. I mean, it, it, it has been um, a hand. You know, a good amount of time that the West has been considerably better than than the East. But Ben. I digress. The the Sacramento Kings, you're right. They have a lot of great young talent that has been developing. It's so hard um, to 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 sit here and and tell you tell the Lockdown Wizards faithful that uh, the Wizards are going to win this game. But Ben, right now, I'm definitely going to predict a loss. Honestly, uh, 
the Sacramento Kings team, a lot of young, hungry guys. Um, and they're they're playing fine for what they're working with, really. The Wizards, uh, as we know, they're on their skid. And um, I I just can't – I don't have any faith if they're going to come into this game against a young, hungry team like the Kings playing defense the way they continue to play defense. So if we're going to have this, the same inconsistencies – Seeing them switch it up, playing zone, uh, switch, switching their point guards on on their centers, or you know, and and in the front court, it it just didn't. Hopefully, we can see some uh, some more consistency against the Sacramento Kings. Hopefully, we can see a win. So, guys, I'm usually wrong, but I'm going to predict a uh, a loss against the Sacramento Kings. I'm sorry, this skid has made me quite sad. But that's not to say that. You guys are sad. Let's hope you guys are not sad. I know Ben might be a little sad, but yes, that is my prediction, guys. Um, you know, hopefully I am wrong. I know I already said that, but I, I usually am wrong. So the Wizards will hope to move on to their 15th win of the season against the Sacramento Kings. So guys, make sure to tune into that game tonight. Uh, cheer on your Wizards. And make sure, if you already have not, to go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can listen always on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. We always enjoy coming at you Monday through Friday. Ben and I will be back at it again tomorrow. And, um, yes, hopefully we'll be talking about the Wizards' 15th win against the Sacramento Kings. So, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, your night whenever you may be tuning in to listen to us. Uh, So thank you very much for doing so, and we can't wait to rock with you again tomorrow.